Hello and welcome to another edition of your weekly devotional. As usual, I am your host, DKOB. Today, I will be discussing with us what I will call the place of fire. The place of fire. You see, the topic of hellfire has been of recent a controversial one. It is a topic that is avoided by so many people in the world, especially, funny enough, in the church of today. The subject of hellfire nowadays is hardly discussed in the church, but yet remains a reality in the Holy Scriptures. Even in advanced countries, to talk about hellfire, to talk about a place of everlasting torment, would be regarded as hate speech. You could be prosecuted. It could be a crime. To say that people will die and spend their lives in eternal torment. But however, the witness of the Lord remains sure. Hell is a reality in the scripture. Hell is a reality in God's word. Hell exists as much as God exists. Hell exists because of God's holiness. Why is there a hellfire? Why is there a place of eternal torment? It's because... God is holy. His holiness brings judgment upon sin. His holiness cannot bear sin. His holiness brings judgment. He is a just God. Justice and judgment is part of his holy nature. He created angels and he created man with a will. The right to choose. The ability to choose. To choose to love him. To choose to rebel against him to choose to serve him if he wants god did not design hell for those who obey him god did not design hell for man i am reading from matthew 3 and verse 7 but when he saw many of the pharisees and sadducees come to his baptism he said unto them "O generation of vipers who has warned you to flee from the wrath to come. There is a wrath that is coming from what we see John the Baptist describe here. A wrath that is coming. An anger of God. People find it difficult to reconcile a good, a kind, a merciful God with a God that casts people in a place of eternal torment. How do you reconcile a gracious God, a good God, a kind God, a merciful God, with a God that is willing to afflict on you everlasting torments? We see also in John 3 and verse 36, it talks about the wrath to come. It says, He that believeth on the Son has everlasting life, and he that believes not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. There is a wrath of God kindled towards those who rebel against him, a righteous judgment and a fiery indignation against them. The anger of God is kindled against the sinner. The anger of God is kindled against those who rebel against him. It is not the will of God for any man to perish. In Matthew 25 and verse 41, he says, Then shall he say unto them on the left hand, Depart from me, you cursed, into everlasting fire, 
prepared for the devil and his angels. The place of torment, hellfire, is prepared for rebels, for the angels who rebelled against him, the angels of mutiny. And because man has chosen to rebel against God with Satan, he will share in Satan's judgment. There is a wrath of God, an anger of God against humanity, against sinners. Romans 1 and verse 18, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness. God punishes sin. God meets out judgment against sin. His anger, his wrath is kindled against sin. Someone says, I am saved. I have salvation. You must understand what your salvation is all about. You are saved. What are you saved from? You are saved from the wrath of God. You are saved from the anger of God coming upon the human race. John 3 and verse 16, one of the most popular verses of scripture. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, so that whosoever believes in him should not perish. Should not perish. Perish in this place talks about a place of everlasting torment, a place of everlasting destruction. Hell fire is real. Colossians 3 and verse 6 For which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience. The wrath of God. First Thessalonians 1 and verse 10 He has delivered us from the wrath to come. There is a wrath to come. There is a wrath to come. And that is why when we preach to people, it is an attempt to persuade them to warn them of the impending danger, the impending danger against humanity from the presence of God. We try to convince them to repent from sin and from iniquity and accept the salvation in Christ Jesus. Hebrews 10 and verse 31 It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Hebrews 12 and verse 29 Our God is a consuming fire. 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 11 Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. We preach to people at times and they give the impression that they are doing us a favor by listening to us. They give the impression that they are doing us a favor by coming to attend our church. I will come. Don't worry. I will come. I will come. And they never come. I will listen to you. They never listen. It is for their own good. Mark 9 and verse 44. This fire in hell is an everlasting fire. A fire and a torment that has no end. The worms, the worms from what Jesus described has no end. A place of torment. Everlasting torment. Revelation 20 and verse 10, verse 14, verse 15 talks about those whose names are not written in the book of life. They've been cast into the lake of fire and brimstone that burns forever. Everlasting torture and torment. The lake of fire, hell fire, all talking about a place of everlasting torment. The torment is so much that even Lazarus, the story of Lazarus and the rich man, the rich man demanded for just a tip of Lazarus' finger to be dipped into water to put on his tongue 
to give him a sense of relief. Folks, this torment is real. There is a day of fiery indignation of the Lord. On this day, no one will be able to face God. The sinner will rather stay in the flames of hellfire than face the wrath and indignation of the Lord. Revelation 6, 16 to 17. And they said unto the mountains and the rocks, Fall on us and hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of his wrath is come, and who shall be able to stand? The great day of the wrath of God. No one can stand his face. They will rather pray that the mountain should follow them than to face the anger of God. But there is a way out. We are those who have hope, those who believe in Jesus, those whose names are written in the book of life. Luke 10 and verse 20. Rejoice not that demons are subject to you, but that your names are written in heaven. First Thessalonians 5 and verse 9. For God has not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation. We are saved. Therefore, we have been rescued from the wrath of God. Go and tell others of this danger that is coming. You are blessed. Thank you very much.